The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus came to his native place and taught the people in their synagogue. They were astonished and said, Where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary? And his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and in his own house. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Dearly Lord Jesus Christ. beloved in Christ, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 17, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 17, St. Paul says, Christ did not send me to baptize. He sent me to tell the good news and to tell it without using the language of human wisdom in order to make sure that Christ's death on the cross is not robbed of his power. St. Paul says he was sent to tell the good news and to tell it without using the language of human wisdom in order to make sure that Christ's death on the cross is not robbed of his power. What it means is that when we proclaim the word of God using our own intellect and our own wisdom, we rob the word of God of his power. What am I driving at? In 1 Corinthians, the same 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Verse 1, go, he says, When I came to you, my brothers and sisters, to preach God's secret truth, I did not use big words and great learning. For while I was with you, I made up my mind to forget everything except Jesus Christ, and especially his death on the cross. So when I came to you, I was weak and trembled all over with fear. And my teaching and message were not delivered with skillful words of human wisdom, but with convincing proof of the power of God. Your faith then does not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. In the first reading, we heard the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah declared, In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the message of the Lord came to me. Stand in the court of the house of the Lord, and speak to the people of all the cities of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Whatever I command you, tell them and omit nothing. Whatever I tell you, whatever I command you, you tell them and omit nothing. Perhaps they will listen. And we are told Jeremiah did exactly what the Lord told him. He goes on, he says, When Jeremiah finished speaking all that the Lord bade him to speak, he spoke all of it, not some of it. He spoke all. 
when he finished speaking all that the Lord bade him to speak, the priests and the prophets laid hold of him, crying, you must be put to death. The crisis we have today in the church is because we, the servants of God, we, the ministers of the gospel, are failing to preach the word of God as it is. How come? I know you have heard of the recent happenings in, your, in, in, in the states here. The crisis of faith amongst our youth. It is because we have failed to preach the unadulterated word of God. They say some priests are conservative. Why not? Jesus never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the gospel acclamation confirms that it says the word of the Lord remains forever. Christ hasn't changed. The message is still the same. Unless we continue to preach the word as we are supposed to preach it, raw, just as it is from the word of God, people will lose their faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, not from philosophies, not from human ideologies, not from what I think. Faith comes from hearing the word of God. People are leaving the church because, in America in particular, people are leaving because we don't give them the solid food, the word of God as it is. We don't want to suffer what Jeremiah suffered. We want to compromise. We want to be politically correct. We want to be accepted. We want, to be told, we want everyone to agree with us. No. In John chapter 6, when Jesus taught, some disagreed. They didn't believe. And Jesus didn't beg them to come and believe. He stood firm and said, unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life in you. Some started walking away. Jesus, Jesus didn't beg them to come back. He even turned and asked the disciples, what about you? Aren't you also going? Thanks be to God, Peter declared, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Friends, until we, we, we rise up as a church, and proclaim the word of God, just raw, just as it is, as we are commanded. Daily, the word of God is read to us in the church, as it is we are supposed to teach as it is, not use our opinions. An ambassador has no opinion of his own. He must do what his nation has sent him to do. We are ambassadors of Christ. We must not use our opinions. We must speak as Christ wants us to speak. We must speak according to the word of God. And that is what we need to teach. If we water down the word of God, we water down our faith. That is why there is, I mean, look at what is happening in the church of America. Friends, we have a crisis of faith. And the only way back is to rise up and do as we are supposed to do. Teach the word of God as it's supposed to be taught. Look at what happened in Jesus' time. We are told Jesus came to his native village and taught the people in their synagogue. Jesus taught. We need to teach our people. We need to teach our young people. The truth, Jesus, he never changes. The truth doesn't change. Irrespective of time, the truth is the truth. The time of Jesus, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is unchanging. The world may change, but Jesus will never change. The world may change upside down, whatever, but the cross of Christ will still stand firm. And that is what we need to proclaim. If we are seeing crisis in the church today, 
if there is so much darkness in the world today, it is because we have failed to let our light shine. Where there is darkness, if there is no light, the darkness will continue to be there. So if there is darkness, so much darkness in our society, it is precisely because we, the Christians, have failed to translate our lives into light, to live as the light. We come on Sunday, we hear the word of God. But what happens between Monday up to Saturday, only, only God knows. Ite misa est. Ite misa est. We are sent to shine. We are sent to do the mission. If there is darkness in the world today, if there is crisis in the church today, it's because we have failed to shine as light. What is darkness where there is light? What can darkness do when there is light? Darkness can only rejoice in the absence of light. So if Jesus says we are the light of the world and we are supposed to shine and let people give glory to God the Father, and out there in the world there is so much darkness, it is precisely because you and I are not shining. Darkness can only grow or increase where there is no light. But no matter how minute the light is, even in the thickest of all darkness, when that minute light gets there, it will, its presence will be felt. Friends, Jesus taught we need teaching today. We need to teach our young people. Why are they running away from the church? Why don't they want? Yesterday I was at the fair. Yesterday I was at the fair. And in the night, the concert, come and see the crowd. Come and see the crowd. But go to church on Sunday. What do we see? What do we, what do we see? Young people are looking for Jesus without knowing. They are hungry for Jesus, but looking for him in wrong places. Friends, we must pray for the church. We must pray for the leadership of the church more than ever before. That we will stand firm. That we will speak the word like Jeremiah. That we will not seek, we will not compromise the word. That we will not seek to please anybody, but to please only Jesus Christ, our master. That is the only way. That is the only way out. Friends, there is hope even in the midst of this crisis in the church. There is hope if only we will rise up and speak the word and let the word of Jesus be real in our lives. We must proclaim the word of God. Jesus taught. He taught. What was he teaching? He taught about himself the word of God. And we are told they were astonished. But interestingly, instead of them to receive that word, they became offended. And they refused to believe in him. Friends, it doesn't matter. We must speak the word of God as it is. Whether people believe it or not. That is what St. Paul meant when he spoke to Peter, uh, uh, Timothy. He said, speak the word in season and out of season. Preach it. Whether it is accepted or not, preach it. Rebuke, reprove, correct, teach. Friends, I beg all of you, let us pray for the church. Let us pray for the leadership of the church in particular. We, the onus is on us. The onus is on us because we are mandated to teach. And we are mandated to teach the word of God, not our human philosophies. As long as we control to teach our opinions without representing what heaven has sent us to do, we are ambassadors. And ambassadors must speak the mind of their nation, the mind of their state, not their opinion. We are ambassadors of Christ. May God help us to be courageous. We need courageous leaders like never before in the church. I read the letter written by Ralph Martin to discourage Catholics, to, to, to Catholics who are running away from the church. 
And if you follow down that letter towards the end, you read all the, the comments people are giving. Friends, we need to wake up as a church. Please, when you get home, Google Ralph Martin, Renewal Ministries. He has written a letter to discouraging Catholics, especially in the States here, about what is happening. The alleged sexual scandals and all that. The young people are losing faith. People are losing faith in the church. Friends, let us pray for the leadership of the church. More seriously, more vigorously, more consciously, that the church leaders, we will stand firm like Jeremiah, irrespective of what the world says, we must speak the truth. We must speak the word of God as it is. And we must speak it to ourselves as leaders. We must stand firm and let the word of God speak to us as leaders. And let the word of God convict us as, our, as leaders ourselves. We cannot preach to you what we don't practice. It's a contradiction. Pray for us. Pray for the church. Pray for the leadership. Pray for Pope Francis. Pray for the cardinals. Pray for the bishops. Pray for your priests. Pray for all the leaders of the church. The state of the church today, that is not the will of God. That is not the will of God. That is not the will of God. But the will of God is that we rise up. There is hope for the church. Jesus declared the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. No. No matter the darkness, let us rise up and shine the light. Jesus is with us. He said, I will be with you until the end of time. But we must learn to be responsible. We must learn to be responsible as leaders of the church. We must learn to take the bull by the horns. We need courageous leaders, bold, courageous, convinced people, convinced leaders. God bless you as we pray for the church. May we rise and present some intentions to the church, to the Lord.